Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Colin Johnson, with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. It is a brisk November day here at the end of November, and I have a new friend of mine, Gabriel Logan, coming on the podcast. So get ready to have your socks blown off because he seems like a great guy, and I'm looking forward to getting to know him um, deeper, and hopefully you will as well. So Gabriel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank Do you, you want to tell the uh, listeners a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Um, my name is Gabriel Logan. Um, I got to this area uh, because of Milligan. Um, I started going there in 2014 and graduated in 2018. Um, moved away for a year after after graduating uh, with my wife. We actually moved the summer after graduation and uh, moved to China for a year, actually. And uh, <laughs> that was a pretty amazing experience. Yeah. Um, thank God we were able to come back before all of the uh, – COVID and Corona yeah, stuff touched down. Right, yeah. right in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, um, that was a great thing that we were able to get back. We were actually thinking about going back for another year, but um, the Lord had other plans. He had other plans. That's cool. So you, I think earlier you said you grew up in Morganton, North Carolina. I did. Yeah. One of my good friends, Andrew Lipscomb, is from Morgan. Do you yeah. know Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. So I do. anyway, he's one of my dear friends. We meet every week for a little that, prayer group. So yeah, that, that's funny. Um, his his mom texted my mom to get my number so him and I could meet up. I think he needed an extra player for his uh for his basketball team. Oh uh, yeah. So, that's cool. So yeah, they. We all got connected awesome. that well, way. I'll see him Thursday morning, so I'll have to tell him you said hi. Yeah. So, okay, Johnson City Living Podcast. What do you love about Johnson City? Why do you live here? Um, I live here because one, I've, I've made a lot of friends here, um, and my family is here. Other than in Morganton and the, the other places, but I think just uh, upon graduating, there were so many people that were. Uh, I was close to, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, it's beautiful to to live here. Oh, I'm, I'm able to get around yeah. relatively easy. You know, yeah. if I need to get here, it's not like I have to spend fifty years in traffic. I can That's get right. somewhere in ten, fifteen minutes. So I, I really appreciate that, and I, I think really uh, it's just the people, and you know, I've made some really close friends here, and I see that this place is also has. Um, so much, so much to, so much happening. I, I think. I mm-hmm. mean, um, I, you know, I think a lot of people at my in college were saying, "Hey, you know, there's there's not enough to do here. There's not enough to do there." And right, <clears throat> but I, I haven't found that. I, I found plenty, plenty to, do, to do. And, yeah, and you know, I think you can go looking for things to do for sure. Good and bad, right? Right. So I think we have lots of good stuff you can do, and um, I think that's why we're growing. Yeah. Growing. All right, I've got a son who's a junior in high school. We're starting that whole college deal. How did you pick Milligan? Like, what was your thought process? Did you have some kind of, like, matrix with, like, 20 different schools, and you ruled them out because this one didn't have, like, um, tater tots or something? I don't know what it (laughs) – Well, um, part of the reason – other than Milligan being a a wonderful place to get an education, yeah. uh, one of the things while I was searching for schools, uh, 
something that my dad sort of instilled in me. Yeah, I love it. We, um, he'd always make us cut the grass in these diagonal, um, diagonally, and it looks so beautiful. Man after our, my own heart. <laughs> we always had the grass looking yeah. good at our Same house, here, and, our, and my dad yep. made made us cut it. So when I got on the Milligan campus. And I saw, you know, the landscaping looking so good. I was like, this is. <laughs> this is where I need to be. They got laser lines. Of yeah, some of, the, some of the other schools that I visited, I was like, what's, what's wrong with you all's grass? <laughs> good thing you didn't drive by Furman because their entrance, they have like, I saw that the other day when I drove by there. They have perfect stripes and it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that wasn't the, the whole reason. I, I mean, I was but, also going to play hey, basketball it. and yeah. um, uh, the coach and so all you these. you played basketball for Milligan? Yeah, I played for, for two years. Mm. And, um, it, uh, so after that, uh, the the school really kind of looked after me because uh, I knew my time of playing basketball was probably going to be coming to an end. And yeah. they, they really looked out and kind of was saying, hey, we want you to be able to stay at the school. I was involved in like some of the campus activities and I was on the student government and things like that. So I think I think they just – I really appreciate them sort of saying, "Hey, we still want you We're at the take school, care of you, even though you're playing, not playing ball." Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah, so I really now, appreciate that. Did you find your wife there? I did. Um, Tell my, us a little bit about her. Yeah, my freshman, my freshman year, I, I remember. I said, uh, "Lord, help me. I, I'd like to find a wife." And <laughs> and then I guess a few months later, I found my wife. Her name is Sue Sue Ellen, and yeah, she's uh she's from this area. Okay, and, cool. So we started dating my, my freshman year and mm. dated all through college and um, right after right after that we got engaged and got married uh, probably two or three months after graduation yeah. and then a month after that we were off to China. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I tell my boys, pray about the Lord bringing you a wife, not right. like you trying to go find one. And I think if most people would pray like, okay, Lord, I want you to provide my husband, I want you to provide my wife then like, you know, it's not going to be as hard um, as it can be if you try and, you know, do it on your own means for sure. And because he knows exactly who the right person is for you. So, yeah, that's cool. Okay. So I'm going to push in. You got grad, you graduated, got married and you headed off to China. Yeah. There's a few other countries out there. Why did you pick China? Well, um, my senior year, um, some of the same group of uh, guys that I work with today, we had a uh, internet business, and so a lot of our uh, products they were, you know, made in China. They were made in China. Yeah, <laughs> have the sticker exactly. On it. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I had some connections over there. That's cool. And my wife at the time, she for some reason was interested in learning China, and uh, so she was taking some Chinese courses. Uh-huh. We were also talking about how we would like to go somewhere after we, we graduated, and so a program came to the school. I didn't even go to the. Uh, go to the program thing when when they came my wife did and she came and told me all about it or my then girlfriend yeah and uh, she came and told me all about it and so I kind of kept it under wraps I'm thinking about all right I could do this I mean I could go over here and work I could go over there and move and all these different things and um I just after a while after praying it just seemed like the right thing to do and it, it definitely was. Uh, yeah, we taught. Uh, our way in was we were we were teachers, mm-hmm. and the school that we um, taught at had maybe thirty thousand students. Oh wow! So it was a, it was a large school. large university. Yeah. I think the both of us had four hundred students each. Which town were you in? 
Um, we were located in a small town of 9.5 million people called oh. uh, Zhengzhou. We were actually a little bit on the outside of it. Okay. But, um, but yeah, uh, I guess China's so large that even their, their small cities are like millions of people. Yeah, it's massive. <laughs> we have a son who came and stayed with us. Well, we call him our son now because he lived with us for two years. He was a foreign exchange student from Uremqui, which is kind of near Russia. And he was like, yeah, it's not that big. There's like four million people. <laughs> right. I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, you know, like it's just amazing how many people there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you went to Zhengzhou. You taught English and then – you sat right before COVID hit, you came back. Yeah. And um that was um that was a really good thing. Uh I, I know that some of the people that I was good friends with over there, they were sort of telling me some some stories about, you know, how locked down they were and uh it was just good to to be here. We we had uh, at that point we're, we're having a, a child and um so it was just a good thing to to have our, our son home. here yeah. and, and have him here and everything yeah. and um it's just it, it just worked out really well that way. Yeah, that's cool. So you get home, you probably don't have a job right away, I'm assuming. No. How did you what tell me what you did for work? How did you Yeah, so um I worked get going. So I worked at um uh place called Ingram Financial and uh with uh Russell. Yeah, with Russell. Yeah, I worked with Russell. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so I worked with him probably a year or two. I think it may have been somewhere in between that. And uh-huh. so um got to learn a lot of business from him and his and his father and yeah, Duke. so that was that's yeah cool. Duke. So yeah. They, they they taught me a lot and that's great. It was just a really good relationship. So mm-hmm. I was able to do that. Um and then this is where the whole organization sort of uh, came about. The inception of it was actually back in in college. A friend of, a friend of mine and I were, were meeting in the library, and we're like, we need a we need a name for all the stuff that we're doing. We we have the guys. The guys come and meet. And um, uh, at that point, I was uh, in student government, so we had like the president had like an office. So I had my office. So I have all my guys come. Oh, nice. And we have like a. You know whatever we were talking about for that week, whether it was and um, trying to learn how to invest, or whether we were learning, um, uh, just a lot of times we were just studying the word. Mm. We just come in and bring all our ideas from from that week. Mm-hmm. So we tried to come up with a name, and the name that we came up with was was Truvalant, which. Mm-hmm. Um, is a name that we made up. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it have some sort of like? <laughs> You know, Greek meaning or something, but no. Well, we we just tried to take the words truth and love, mix them all around. Had to add a couple extra letters to make it a, a word. And but with a mont on it, it kind of sounds like true volant. It's like almost like the uh, top of a mountain or something. So hey, I, I like that. I like, it. I like it a lot. It's a cool name. But yeah, so we wanted we wanted some words that were that we believe were were timeless. Yeah. You know, something that we wanted to stand for. Truth. We think that's something that. Oh man. You know, it's hard wanna... to find right now. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and also love. So that's how we got the name. That's cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I love the name. Okay, so Truvalant, what do you guys do? Where? Tell me about your your organization. Yeah, so um, a few things that we do is we've been doing a lot of unloading jobs. So kind of have a crew that sort of interchanges uh, because there's so many people moving to this area. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we found people moving from Baltimore and people moving from Colorado yeah. and, um, you know, just sort of all different places. Mm -hmm. And so we've been just trying to unload them. We've been doing like cleaning, just a lot of different uh, manual labor. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> along with that, we've tried to build a, a, a culture of, of, of service. You know, oh, awesome. we're, we're not necessarily trying to be the most known or right. the most seen, but... Uh, if we can, if we can do the work and people can, you know, trust us to come in and uh, whether it's your organization has a whole bunch of trash in the back and you just need somebody, you know, two or three guys yeah. on a, on a Saturday to come clean everything up. That's cool. You know, just, just let us know. We're, I think, you know, we're really just trying to be of service. Our, our mission is to work on projects for God's glory, mm -hmm. purpose for today mm -hmm. and until the day of his return. And oh, so, I love it. So, you know, the more requests that we sort of get, the more that we'll try and send out send yeah. out guys to, to serve, yeah. That's cool. So are you kind of the head? You're like the, the central processing person that like, okay, we got a job that, you know, Mitch over here needs. I am, uh, but I, I do get a lot, of, a lot of good help. And I think that um, anything, anytime that I've tried to do things on my own, uh, it, it doesn't work as well as when I, I look for a lot of counsel and, yeah. I, and I find people that are uh, well versed in a particular field, and mm -hmm. I just try and gather as much I can from uh, as much as I can from them, and just kind of go from there. So yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of help in in every direction. Yeah, that's just wisdom right there. Yeah, uh, what's the pro African proverb? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far. Take somebody with you, yeah, you know, and yeah. so I think, yeah, going far is where you want to go and being able to impact more people, you're going to need a team. And so that's awesome. Yeah, same here. I, I can only do so much. My team helps me do way more than I could get done yeah. by myself, for sure. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so how do our listeners connect with you? Like if they're – and I guess talk about the different projects that you may have. I mean, you're talking yeah. about trash and unloading stuff. Would you load up somebody moving out of town? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we could We could, We could. could do all of that. Uh, another, another one is we also have a, a studio, a music studio, and so – um, that's been a, I think, a really good outreach a, as cool. well. Um, just being able to take someone that says, "Hey, I have a, either a song already ready, or um, I'm looking to do something from scratch." Mm -hmm. uh, we can kind of be able to produce their their music. And Are you musically talented? <laughs> I, I mean, I I think so, but uh, you're um, humble. <laughs> he started smiling, like blushing, like, "Well, I'm all, I'm all right." Yeah, yeah. I I do love to to create, and I you know love to get people together and you know collaborate. Yeah, collaborate, bring different bring different ideas, and so that's been a, a really great thing. Uh, another thing is we we have a basketball league in North Carolina. Oh, cool! And I think I think that's probably been one of our our great successes. Um, my father and uh, one of my good friends growing up about five years ago, me and my friend, his name is uh, Christian, we went to all the local gyms. We knew all the, the basketball players and where they were going to be at. And um, we kind of stopped the games one day and said, hey, you know, we're, we're starting a basketball league. It's going to be uh, at the church. The church has a, the gym. And, uh, and so we said, hey, come on out. And for five years now we've had, you know, about eight teams uh, and each team has about 10 players. And at this point, 
the the teams kind of us a lot of the same teams you bring your guys mm -hmm. back every mm -hmm. year and uh and this is over in morgan this is over in morgan so you have to drive back and forth for that deal. <laughs> in, in the summer yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> it's all about that yeah uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i take if i take a, a child with me right right you know it's it, how it many kids out. do you guys have i have two two yeah, that's yeah, awesome i have a okay. three-year-old and a, and a one-year-old mm. yeah so i remember those days you got your hands full <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Yeah. So um, but being a dad is like, does it get any better than that? It, it really, it really doesn't. Um, they're, they're such a joy. Oh they, they really are. I mean, even uh, last night, I was supposed to be putting them to bed, but I turned on the music and we're jumping on the uh, the mattress yeah. and jumping off of it. And they're, um, my son, his favorite game right now is. Uh, uh, fix the dam, fix the dam. So he gets his trucks and his cars and, you know. We'll He's going off to <laughs> fix our dam. Fix I'm the glad dam. somebody, I mean, he fixed it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's working now. We got water, which is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. But yeah, with the, um, with the with basketball. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basketball the, league. Uh, between the second and third games, we'll have someone come and speak. And that's oh, kind of, cool. that's the, the, the ministry of, I think, you know, basketball is, we hope, it's not the focal point of the league. We right. hope we hope it's to be that the um, that we can spread the word, and so usually uh, have a guy come and come and speak. And it's just been uh, such a such a great thing. And uh, yeah, that's all. Really awesome. Okay. So, what are some other services Trubalant offers to people? So um, it sounds like it's multifaceted. Like you got lots of stuff going on. And and that's just kind of how it, that's just kind of how it worked evolved, out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I think we try to go from one thing, and then someone will say, "Hey, well, maybe you should think about this." And if it's within our wheelhouse, uh, as far as something that we can do, then 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 we'll do it. And how many guys are like part of Trueblood? I would say, on a regular basis, probably ten. But I, I it's a it's a ministry. Right. I I think, and so you know. The guys that um, I may have played basketball with in high school, these are some of my, my, my closest guys. So they're, they're still in the loop and people I went to college with. And so just really trying to foster this this uh, culture and this community that uh, we're going to work on projects for God's glory. Mm -hmm. um, you, as an individual, go out and take out care of all the things that you need to, um, uh, whether you're in this industry or whether in, you're in that industry or right. whether you do this, but... Um, whenever you are able to come, come back over here and, you know, we'll, we'll meet. And, uh, I, I just really think that, um, this is, this is resonated because I think a lot of times as, as men and as women, you want to, uh, be a part of something that could be bigger than yourself. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's just this organization, right. but, um, just in general to, to say, Hey, I'm going to put myself aside right. for a second i know that i'm not going to get attention for this i might not get a thank you but hey i'm i'm willing to put myself into service uh for for that time and, and that's that's what we've been really trying to build and there's no better feeling when you're done with that project probably and you like you see how you help somebody and um, gave your life away it just no it's, doubt it's a, it's a wonderful feeling to do. yeah i mean we we're created to give our lives away um just like jesus did right and so um yeah it is beautiful it is um what do you see like the future of Trubalant? Like, what would you like if you could say a wish dream? I had a pastor who used to say that. Like, if you wish dream it, what does it look like? Are there like you franchise it out and you got one in almost every city that's out helping people and serving? Well, that that'd be a beautiful thing. Uh, 
And, you know, I, I could see that. I could see that. But I think it starts with making sure that the that the work is being done, that mm. there's good work being done, and just kind of going from there. Right. Um, not not trying to do uh, things just because, hey, you know, we could we could be there, we could be seen doing this, but but rather, hey, we truly believe that we can do things for our Lord's glory, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, that's 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 really what it what it comes down to. So, I'm not sure what the what what he has in store, but I know that. Um, We've we've got a lot of work to do, and yeah. and uh, just just sort of seeing. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Um, uh, myself and one of my one of my closest guys, uh, he was living in Knoxville at the time, and he got a roommate. Uh, uh, and this is after he had graduated, and his roommate had sort of come in, and he was uh, he was, thought he was a real tough guy and uh so when we first met him he's telling all these tough guy stories all the things that he's done in the past and and uh we kind of not saying that it was us doing it but maybe the the lord working through us but we're saying hey man you really this is not what it is to be to to be tough you don't you know you don't have to say all the things that you've done you don't have to to do all the things uh but rather your your toughness and your uh your strength can be shown through um shown through when someone does uh you know hurt you or or mess mm-hmm. with you or uh get under your skin how you react to that mm-hmm. um are you going to you know get all upset and be the tough guy and get kicked out of this or w- whatever it is and over the time we just seen him like really change hey i, I don't have to i don't have to be this i don't have to get angry i don't have to get angry like, yeah, i can yeah. i can show my resolve in a in a different way yeah and just just seeing that over time, how how people can uh, learn and and grow, and uh, it's just been it's been cool to that cool is to cool. See. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, think looking at the world too, a lot of social media stuff, it looks very angry, right? Everybody, there's a lot of anger out there for some reason, and um, they don't have the the joy and the peace and the love of you know Jesus. And so, yeah, I think if more people can come to know the Lord, it's going to be a better. We're going to be a much better situation. Yeah. So I yeah. love that you're helping do that through your ministry. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I do believe that if you get to a place where uh, you can't really be shaken or be moved, and you're you know who you are as a as a man, and know who you are as a man in Christ, mm. there there can be things thrown at you that you're not necessarily looking for and uh, or, or wanting, mm-hmm. but when you know that you have the, the the peace of God on your side and His strength, you're able to really um, handle situations much differently. And and for me, th- those situations have always come back uh, and been more positive oh, when, I, when sure. I have trusted. Yeah. yeah, if you can come around somebody and and you know love them um, to where they really get it, you know they're like, oh, this guy actually loves me. He's not against me. He's for me. You know, right. and, and you can build that relationship and. That's how you change the world right there. Who are some of the people that have influenced you over your lifetime that have been, you know, you're like, this person really yeah, helped me get to where I am? I would definitely say my father. Yeah, yeah he's um, um, definitely number one in, in, in my book. Just sort of seeing how um, he's conducted himself uh, and how consistent he's been 
you know, the man that he is in public is the same man that he is in private. Right. You know, uh, I've seen him. He's a, he's the same, he's the same father that he may get award and someone say, Hey, you know, you're, you're doing great. But then I call him and say, Hey dad, you know, I, I have a, I have a soccer game. It's like a, like a indoor rec league soccer game. And I'm kind of happy about it. I've just started playing soccer and, you know, I want him to come see my playoff yeah. game and, He's the same dad that'll drive an hour and a half to, to you know, with my mom to come see my come see a rec game. So, <laughs> so I really, you know, that really meant a lot. I have a I have a lot of respect for him yeah. just just because um, his priorities are are always in line. And um, well, and for you to too say, hey, I'd like for you to be here. Yeah, you know I mean, having that. Relationship. And he also has two grandchildren here, so uh, it's it's it's, little, it's not it's not that hard. He's to, like, I think I can. Make it. Are, <laughs> yeah. the, are grandkids gonna be there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not I it's not that hard that. to pull them that way. <laughs> And then an, another person would be my my father in law. Oh, um, okay, he's actually a, a pastor in this area. Nice. Uh, named Mark Herod. Mark Herod, uh, yes. And Trinity, Trinity, Trinity Baptist, Herod. yeah. So, um, and just sort of seeing how uh, how he's handled himself. Uh, his daughter, my sister in law, Emma. Yeah, Emma. She she got um, really sick. I believe it was twenty fifteen or sixteen. Um, Sorry, I can't really remember which one, but about that time, and um, it was really a, a really heavy situation on the family. I'm, you know, sort of new. I'm not even really a part of the family, not married or anything. I'm just, uh, you know, dating his daughter in like such a crucial time, and yeah. and uh, just seeing how they've been able to be as a family, and um, even at the darkest times stay together stay close and uh, under his leadership mm-hmm. and um it, it's really something that inspired remarkable, me and re- yeah. remarkable yeah yeah we uh, know about that situation through providence we our son's gone to providence for quite a while um yeah so hopefully anyway um okay so anything um that um you're thinking about doing besides so like what's your day job because it sounds like a lot of these projects are kind of like okay you've got a day job this guy's got a day job and we get together after that or on the weekends to kind of help and volunteer is that well mostly the unloading yeah that's that's what we've been doing that's that's the that's the main gig that's the oh, okay main, yes cool. just because there's been so many people there's so many people doing it yeah moving to this area yeah. so we've oh, we've been able to We're number really, one in the country <laughs> yeah we've been really able to step into to that um it's it's good having strong friends yeah. <laughs> and and so we were just sort of thinking, hey, um, so a lot of the guys come from college, so uh-huh. they're not working, they're not able to really work forty hours a week. But hey, I can I can do this at this time, right? And just sort of building that that network. group, yeah, yeah, that network of of guys. So that that's been really the the the, the big thing, and then that w- that we've been doing. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so let's say our listeners need you to help them unload. How are they going to connect with you? They can uh, they can connect either. Uh, by my phone or email um one really yeah either either one of those those. yeah you want to give that out or i'm probably probably not but (laughs) but you could also you could also check our uh we have a a youtube where we oh here we go yeah that that we really post on what's the youtube channel the youtube is true volant true volant yeah so it's going to be a compilation of um different things that we've done just sort of letting people know some of the music that uh, the artists have, oh, have come cool. to the studio. So we yeah. kind of post that on there and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, yeah. Mitchell put that in the show notes for you as well. And yeah, so if you want to 
connect with uh, Mr. Logan. We would love for you to touch base with him and help your get unloaded. But if you're moving here, obviously I'd love to connect with you ahead of time and he'll unload you when we get, when we find you a house here. So, um, yeah. What is your favorite thing about Christmas? My favorite thing about Christmas. I like being at home uh-huh. and, uh, having my family around. Uh-huh. It's a cold evening. We're all inside might be it some candles yeah. and got some good food and uh-huh. we're just kind of burrowed in there and I love it. It just all just all together I, yeah. that's that's what i look for i mean i, I just like being together yeah. as a family yeah and, and the kids are still in that wonderment stage yeah, where they're yeah. like oh christmas you know and they're like super excited which i'm i think i'm still there too. That, that's 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 my favorite we, we love uh some christmas so um what gets you fired up <sighs> what gets me fired up is our mission. Yeah. Projects for God's glory, purpose for today and yeah. until the day of his return. I love it. Every time I say that, I, I get fired up. I can up tell right because, now. I wish the listeners could see you. Because he's like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Because uh, what, a, what a great um, opportunity that, that we have, um, not just our organization, but just being here on earth right now mm-hmm. uh, with all the things uh, going on and I, I try not to get too swayed about this happening in the world or this happening in the yeah. world, but rather understanding that um, some things that are really big in the news, they might be gone in two weeks. But if you stay uh, on your mission, stay mm-hmm. on your, your purpose, uh, you just you just keep on going. And, and it's really been amazing. You know, you, you try and um, try and serve some someone, they might say, hey, you should you should go over here you should talk to these people and it just kind of keeps on mm-hmm. unfurling and um that that's i think just trusting the lord mm-hmm. to say hey all right go here have some discernment about which projects that you do choose sure. uh, can't because you can't you can't do it all and um and so it's also great to have good people around you um one thing that we try and do is have some of the the younger guys that are that are coming up mm-hmm. meet with older guys or A mentoring me- relationship. Yeah, yeah, and whether you're in college and someone is 65 or whether someone is 35 and they're doing really well in their industry mm-hmm. and someone else is coming up, maybe you should maybe you should talk to them a little bit to kind of you know be able to get back on mm-hmm. on track or see what you what you would need to do and mm-hmm. um, and so these are these are things that that really that really get me fired up because. Um, I do see that there's a, a, a great work out there and uh, just trying to remain consistent like the people um, that you, like my father and my father-in-law, uh, you know, they've, they've been consistent. They've, yeah. they've shown that uh, when, you, when you are consistent, good things can happen and good things can happen to those around you. Yeah. And um, so we, we really just want to keep on going that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wish I had? Um, anything else you want to share before we jump off of here? No. Um, just if if anyone does want to connect or find out more, come in. Uh, we have a an office actually two two minutes walking from here, oh, right, cool. right above uh, Founders Park. Oh, uh, yeah. If you go next to Baldwin Cafe, we're, uh-huh. we're over there. And so oh, that's yeah. where we keep 
all of our equipment and like there's a few families there that um kind of facing a little bit of some hard time yeah. so we're That's allowing them there to are a lot of tough situations over that direction <laughs> yeah we're allowing them to store some things over there and um but that's that's kind of where i i conduct this operation from okay, cool. have the guys come and everything yeah. so what's your address over there uh 232 south commerce so okay. uh if anyone ever sees the gate open it means we're in there we're in there and, come and on by and say hi you're more yeah. welcome to come in yeah you you won't be uh, disappointed when you meet this guy he's awesome so well thank you yeah thank you thank you so much for coming on the pad- podcast i enjoyed our conversation and I hope you guys have as well. Um, yeah. And so if you're looking to connect and um, move here, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group. I would love to help you find a house here. We'll get Gabriel and his crew to help unload your, your truck. So if you're driving from California, which we're getting tons of people coming from, or New York or Florida. I mean, they're coming from everywhere. Yeah, from everywhere. <laughs> and so you don't have to like have movers. He'll, he'll save you some money because you don't have to have the movers ride with them um, and he'll unload you here. So, Or if you're interested in building wealth in real estate, we love to help people with that with turnkey rentals or investment properties and property management. So um, thank you so much. Until next time, I hope you guys get ready for Christmas because it's coming and have a great day.